Welcome back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Mr. Kieran Thomas. Yeah, I'm going to switch it up this week. But y'all, for real, check out this episode I have this week with Miss Rachel Black. You guys definitely check out the interview I have with her. Also, I talk about the Oklahoma State Cowboys beating OU, finally. And at the same time, I got to talk about the Grammys. And you should know, two for twosies. Let's do it. Thanksgiving. What you just heard was Fair Winnie by Rachel Black, which will be my guest today. You guys should definitely check out the interview that I have with her. It was really dope, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but first things first, let's just talk about it. How about them cowboys? Them pokes go ahead and they, they beat them soonest. It happened. Oh, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I've, I've been like sweating this game. Um... For the longest. Now, you know, everyone knows that my team is, you know, the Miami Hurricanes and everything. But when we talk about the actual state, and if you know me on a personal level, you know for a fact I despise the Sooners. I loathe the Sooners. I've said it before on the podcast. I know I talked about when it was going, you know, going to be going to the SEC and everything. But, man, I just was like, man, Oklahoma State, I need you guys to just step it up. And I was talking about to the fact where they about to be like the you know the Big Twelve and they're gonna still be here and everything like that and I ain't gotta worry about oh you no more but at the same time you know what I'm proud for them because I had no expectations I think those are always my favorite college football seasons in in my later years you know if you don't go in with expectations they exceed them I I believe they're probably probably was projected to go like what third or fourth in the Big Twelve and look at them going to the Big Twelve championship next week or this week I should say with the Baylor Bears, and they already beat them this year. But, man, what a great season. Um, But that game, I didn't watch the first three quarters, y'all, because I had to do something a little different. Reason why I say that is because last year when I watched Bedlam, 
And when I see the first like couple possessions from Oklahoma State, I was very upset with them. And I just turned off the game because I was like, y'all don't want it. But when I kind of just was, you know, getting some tabs on it, my mom called me at least one time and let me know about, a, you know, a kick return for a touchdown and everything. And I was kind of happy because I'm like, okay, they're up, they're up. I'm checking the score. I'm, you know, catching heart attacks. I did eventually watch the rest of the game. But that night of the game, I started to watch the fourth quarter. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was I was happy to see them, you know, get some great plays. But towards the end, I ain't going to front, y'all. Oklahoma State had me feeling like Pinky from next Friday. Shit, that nigga had me scared, but I held my own. Fuck that. So, y'all, I'm happy for him. And it was good to also see, like, Des Bryant, Tatum Bell, and everybody go to the game supporting of them. I'm happy the game was in Stillwater because, I mean, that crowd reaction when they realized it was over was impactful. Gundy, I'm not going to front. I was going to talk about you on my podcast. I was going to say some real foul stuff about you because I'm like, man, how is somebody that be been at OSU for so long as a player and then a coach, and you just kind of like, I don't know, beat them twice? At least you got them a third time. But keep that momentum. And hopefully you guys win this Saturday. Good luck to you guys. Hope you guys win. And uh, potentially make it to the playoffs. And we'll see what happens. So, But we are, we're done with the sports talk. And we're going to talk about something else. I'm just going to say this, y'all. You know what? Actually, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let my clip from episode 33 do the talking for me. But I will put out a prediction i will say for rap album of the year i'm gonna give you my five finalists who i think is gonna be nominated okay yay's donda drake clb Nas king disease 2 tyler the creator call me if you get lost and j cole's the off season and so I think that it's going to go back to the mainstream because a lot of the buzz and a lot of those artists really have their name whole weight. And to be honest with you, everybody on that list. Actually, uh, yeah, everybody on that list has a Grammy already. Yeah. Uh, J. Cole eventually won one with uh, 21 Savage. Um, Nas, of course, got his first one because of King's Disease, the first one. Ye got a bunch of them. Dre got a bunch of them. And Tyler won one with Igor. So, yeah, I think somebody's going to be uh, either adding on to their to their Grammy nominations. I really seriously think I'm going to be five for five. But we'll see next week if I'm right, and I'll, and I'll go ahead and recap that part. Your boy was five for five. I knew I was going to be right. I knew I was going to be right, y'all, because... This year was about a lot of the mainstream artists. All those artists that you just heard are mainstream is I don't know what. And it wasn't going to be like how it was last year. With last year's, or actually I should really say this year's actual Grammys. But last year's list, I'll say. But, you know, with that real hip-hop that they brought, you know, I'm like, man, you know, I would love to see them do it. But they're not going to do it two years in a row. If they would have did it two years in a row, I'd be surprised. But, hey, it was it, it was tough this year. But, um... Yeah, happy to be five for five, and good luck to all the, you know, the nominees in that one. And first things first, if we're going to go ahead with the Grammy talk real quick, let's talk about my GOAT. Let's talk about the GOAT. Jay-Z has the most Grammy nominations ever. My man hit about what? I think 80, 83? Golly, it... If y'all don't acknowledge him as the GOAT, I don't know what rapper... And, and I'm not saying that all the rappers don't deserve it, but I mean... It's Hove. 
But he did score um, some Grammy nominations. But here's the thing. Real talk about that. So he was nominated for Best Rap Song with Bath Salts, with DMX and Nas, and then Jail with uh, Kanye, right? And then I believe that's the only two that he particularly have, um, particularly have um, with that. But my whole question is this. I'm happy Hove was nominated for, you know, some more Grammys and everything. But here's the problem that I have. Why wasn't Nipsey Hussle in Jay-Z's What It Feels Like? Why wasn't that nominated? That should have been nominated for something. That was Hove's best verse. And to be honest with you, you know, even after, like, you know, since Nipsey's passing, that was probably one of his best songs, too. It was right there. I'm just saying this. I'm going to be the person to say some people got snubbed. But at the same time, you know, hey, he do got them nominations. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be really honest with you. Uh, out of the, the guest features that Hove did this year, those two are like my my least favorite. I'm going to just keep it all the way above. But hey. It is what it is. So, yeah. Um, but shout out to, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Shout out to uh, to NBA Youngboy. I'm not an NBA Youngboy fan, but, hey, his verse on What's Your Name, and that was uh, nominated for Best Melodic Rap Performance with uh, Tyler, the Creator, and Ty Dolla Sign. I'm actually pretty pretty excited for him. I am. Oh, but um, I feel like uh, Industry Baby with Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, I feel like that's going to win that award. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to try to get too deep into what the predictions is. Be- reason, like when I say predictions, actually like predictions of the winners. I'll get to that the week before the Grammys because be honest with you guys, it's we. I still got a lot of time to look it over. I mean, the Grammys was just announced this past Tuesday. So basically we'll see that. But um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I think Joyce Rice should have been nominated for something. To me personally, she does have the best R&B album out this year um just because it flows so well and everything and i feel like she should have gotten nominated for something even if it was best song or best performance uh progressive album or best army album i don't know it should have been nominated for something because she really did a good job on that project but she didn't but uh but big shouts out to snow allegra um jasmine sullivan's hotels got in there eric bellinger best uh, progressive R&B album. I know he has a Grammy from, I believe, his writing credits, but for him to get nominated for his actual like project, it was good. And it's a good project. So if you guys haven't listened to it, definitely do that. Um, shout out to Lucky Day, Table for Two. Um, Masego. Masego got a Grammy nomination this year. Um, but yeah, y'all, those, those were good and everything. Um, any surprises that I have, I will tell you this. Best Friend, uh, Sweetie and uh, Doja Cat. And to be completely honest, not that it was a bad song. I totally wouldn't have thought about this. I mean, we're in a TikTok era. If a lot of those songs to get nominated, because it's basically, to me, it's a popularity contest. Um, some of it could be bad. Some of it could be good. But at the same time, it's just looking at that. I'm like, man, you know, hey, Sweetie has a Grammy nominated. She could say she's a Grammy nominated artist. And who knows? She could even win that. To be honest with you, I mean, she was nominated for what best rap song, and I believe it's another award. Or no, I think that was it, uh, best rap song. So, you know, I don't know if it was more just Doja Cat or her, but hey, good luck to good luck to all the nominees. Let's just say that I don't want to necessarily try to like downplay no one or anything. I, like I said, I feel like there were some snubs, but you know, I'll probably detail that more the week before the Grammys, and then we'll see if I was right on the actual winning predictions, just as I was 
for the actual rap best rap album and everything like that. But hey, let's just go ahead and get into the topic at hand. I was able to do an interview with Rachel Black, and y'all, this was a good interview. Um, able to talk about her project, see what had happened was. It was, you know, a very good EP. And as you guys are listening to this episode, if you haven't already, go ahead and listen to that project as well. It's on all streaming platforms. Just go ahead and and listen to it, you know. But at the same time, it was good to talk it with her and even to get more into knowing about what uh, the music was about and her in general. It was really fun. So, y'all, I mean... I could I could keep talking about it, but you guys got to listen to it. So right now, let's get into the interview that I have with Rachel Black. Access Code Family. I like to start my podcast like that sometimes. Okay. <laughs> um, although I don't know you, like on a on a personal level, I'll get to know you now and everything. Um, but yeah. I have you know Oklahoma City's R&B extraordinaire artist Rachel Black. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thanks for doing the podcast with me. Oh, uh, no problem. I'm honored. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first things first, um, how did you get started in music? Well, I grew up singing uh, in church. So I've been singing my whole life and mm-hmm. it's always been a dream to do music. But I guess I, I never looked at it as a reality because, you know, just growing up you're told you can't really make money with music so I went to college and did the normal thing and got degrees got into corporate and then I'm like I don't I don't like being in corporate (laughs) that much I mean I'm still in it Uh but which you know I'm doing good but music is my passion so it started during the pandemic Mm. um, last year like you know we're all at home and stuff and my husband was like just just do it right (laughs) so I wrote my first song in May I think it was May of last year and then I've just been doing it since then okay so this is so cool this is so cool to uh to kind of get you in the I guess the beginning stages of everything and so what I've listened to I would have you know would have been thought that you've been doing it for years oh thank you in a case that um you know because like I said this is my first time actually getting the you know to meet with you into a sense um but that's cool to hear um so did you did you grow up in Oklahoma no I'm actually from Dallas Texas shout out to Dallas so I'm a Texan (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so I mean I grew up like writing music and stuff all the time Mm -hmm. like I was the kid that kept the notebook carrying around I was always writing poems and stuff but so that was always a dream Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be the next Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> she from Texas, so it works. Yes, right? definitely. And that's why I love her so much. Like I just feel super connected to her because she's a Texan too. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so like I said, just last last year, I just decided to go ahead and go for it. Stop being scary. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I and I like to hear that because even for me, I've been trying to do this podcast and for a long time and you know, it was one of those cases where, because my wife bought me my mic, and it was just like, all right, I, I have no excuse oh. not to do it now. So, right, you know, that kind of started for me earlier this year. Plus, even for um, for podcasts, I had a dream of doing it for a long time. So, the notebook situation, I get you, because I used to write ideas, and I should have yeah. started this back when I was in high school, but it didn't happen that right. way. But, <laughs> hey, you know, it's all you know. Time it works for everything, so you know, God. Never God, too God. late. Right. <laughs> right. So how would you describe your sound um, in music? 
so I don't know because like I said um I love Beyonce so mm-hmm. she's definitely a heavy influence right um like I listen to her so much I know like what she does on her live performances like from the YouTubes that I watch <laughs> I guess, I guess. so she's definitely influenced and kind of my sound a little bit um I loved Aaliyah. I still love Aaliyah. Oh, that's good. Shirt on right now. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love Aaliyah so much. Like she was Beyonce for me before Beyonce. So I would say my sound is like, I guess in between Aaliyah and Beyonce. Um, okay. So yeah. Now, because it's cool that you know how when you when you said about Beyonce, would that would that be your dream collaboration? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be too scared to sing in front of Beyonce. Like, I think I would just be crying the whole time. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, okay, well, if not her, what would you say would be your dream collaboration? Really anybody. Like, mm. I just love music so much. Just to collab with anybody is an honor to me. So. Understood, understood. But definitely Beyonce would be at the top. At the like, top. <laughs> that would be like a dream come true. <laughs> I, no, I got you. I got you. Because if I if I ever was in music, which, you know, I wish I would have kind of pursued it a little bit. You know, I, I had like two songs I've done, two verses, i say, but I wouldn't, you know. Right. Need to hear it there, but. Oh, that counts. <laughs> right. <laughs> The hope will be my 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 top, you know. So you know, uh, you know, the Carters are just, the, you know, everybody drew collab. I like that though; it's cool. Right. right. <laughs> so, but speaking of collabs again, um, because I I know Courtney Lachelle on a personal level. Yeah. Um, so, because I want to get more, I'm gonna get to it, you know, later on for the for the EP. But how is it working with her musically? So how that's how that happened mm-hmm. um because we work with the same producer Reggie Ganther of uh, 778 Music Group okay big shout out to them yes yes so uh Reggie he's super dope and it was in the middle of me uh recording the right one okay I had wrote it and I was just like something's missing mm. like, yeah I'm talking all this smack and stuff but I'm like okay it needs that extra kick to it yeah (laughs) but I didn't really know anybody but I had heard her EP and she's super dope and so Mm. Reggie was like Courtney should be on it and I was like like that would be so dope (laughs) if she got it because she's so dope like I love her whole EP like I listen to it I think every day okay (laughs) I feel you because even like in the cell crazy because when I start when I started my podcast she was my first guest Okay. And I'm gonna have her on again sometime, you know. Um, but at the same time, uh definitely somebody that I see um big things happening for her. But even yeah. for that, even for you, because both EPs are just dope, both of them. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Courtney um, is super dope. So of I was when Reggie the ad said to add her, and I was like, uh yes, can you make that <laughs> like I need to make that happen? So I reached out to her through Instagram we haven't met in person unfortunately it's all just been through like Instagram and stuff but like she's just very nice to work with like she's super sweet super nice and just so creative and I just feel like we meshed well together like the fact that we didn't even meet in person but like we killed that song I mean I'm I just I think so (laughs) no you know I'll I'll co-sign on it yeah. <laughs> most definitely most de- and actually to be honest with you that was the first song i listened to 
um because i remember she shared it on her story so yeah. of course you know and that's and i and i love how when people share stuff on their stories because it's always that extra listening ear that you need and so right. that was her song and then when and you actually dropped your ep the day after my birthday so it was kind of cool oh. Okay. To, to listen happy to belated me. birthday oh, yeah Scorpio <laughs> season over. well it's actually over with now but still <laughs> it's okay it's okay <laughs> um, so now do you record your uh, music in the studio yes I do okay so how is the the studio life like with you um I mean like the vibe or whatever or yeah. Anything. Yeah, I mean it's it's super laid back. Okay. Uh, Reggie uh, Ganther, that's who I record with. Um, he owns his own studio, so nice. Um, it's just super laid back. It's super chill, and actually, I feel like when I step in that booth, I'm like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> like I just get so excited. I love it. I mean, at the beginning, the first time I recorded, I was so nervous. So I'm like, okay, this is real. But okay. like now I'm like super comfortable. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's like I can turn on my alter egos and stuff. So it's dope. I, I love being in the studio. Okay. So outside of your music uh, of your own, uh, what are the music are you listening to right now? Like what, you know, what you listen to on, on mm -hmm. the phone or in the car, you know, what you got? Um, so I definitely been listening to Summer Walker. Oh, yes, that probably <laughs> her latest album. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. It okay. depends on like what mood I'm in. Okay. Like, for example, I the other day I was listening to Tina Marie. Um Jesus, I love was... Tina Marie. Yes. Hey. <laughs> I'm I'm all over the place. I love 70s and 80s funk, and mm -hmm. so I listen to Zap and Roger and Lakeside and okay. Gap Band. So, but then I could also turn on Migos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I love all types of music. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, so we'll so we'll get into for more of uh, see what had happened was which yeah. clever title, clever title. Actually, real quick, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna just jump into this part right now. The album cover, I really like it because it now I'm a, it was one of those moments when I first looked at it it just went over the head because I'm thinking oh I get it because yeah. each picture was like to the song and mm -hmm. I was like this is clever mad clever I like this so but uh so first thing I want to ask about it what song would you say that when people listen to the EP they can relate to the most like what song of course um, I, I want to say, I hope they relate to all of the songs, okay. but, um, I think the most relatable is pressure. Mm, um, I like that one too. And the reason why is because like when I wrote it, I was actually not in a good place. Mm. Like I was feeling kind of down on myself. And, and when I, once I started writing, I was like, okay, like this is like my alter ego coming out. Like, I feel okay. like everybody should have that type of um I guess like they the shit can I say that <laughs> you can <laughs> okay hey, you're not the first person this is like the third person I'm like you guys it's cool okay <laughs> be yourself it's okay you know. <laughs> but yeah I just feel like everybody has that side to them where they have just that full confidence in themselves and right. they feel like 
at any time in their lives, they're applying pressure. Okay. Like they feel like they it and they can do whatever they want to do and have their own style, their own vibe and be them. So that song is for me, it was like talking to myself, like apply that pressure. Like, like that. sometimes you got to show out. So, See, yeah. So even for you saying that, it makes me think of it even differently, you know, cause you know, like listening to it, reading the lyrics or so, it's like one thing, it's almost like reading the text. Like I could send you a text message and how we perceive the message could be different. But see what you're yeah, saying that right. actually is like, that's actually really dope. I like that. Um, Thank you. So after recording like a uh, fair warning, did you feel like that was the song that was going to set the tone for the album? Yes. And it wasn't even the first song I recorded for the EP. Okay. Um, it's just, I heard the track uh-huh. and I was like, it, I, de- I immediately got that vibe off of it and yeah. I wanted it to be deep. That's actually my favorite song on the EP. <laughs> you know what? And I mean, I don't have that question, but I'm, hey, you know. I'm gonna tell you mine in a minute, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's my favorite because it just it explains the complexity of humans. Right. Like, especially at the end of the song, she's she's going back and forth because the the story yeah. is basically like I look at it as like a a mono a monologue in a sense mm-hmm. where yeah she's in the moment she's meeting this guy but everything that's I'm singing in the songs in her head. Right. And so like, especially at the end of it where she's like, promise me, don't promise me, you know? Mm -hmm. And as humans, we go back and forth. Like we want somebody to be honest with us, but really, not really. Like we hope that you say the right thing. Yeah, that's true. To make us feel good, you know? Yeah. So I think that's why it's my favorite song because it has so much complexity to it. Okay. and one thing I like, okay, and I hope I don't mess it up. So let me make sure. <laughs> so, because I did like, but I hope for your sake that you're different. You need to be different. This is my last attempt of giving my love away. The, those lyrics right there, just from that, I was like, I like that, you know? Yeah. So that was cool. Now, you already mentioned that was your favorite. So I'm going to tell you mine. Yes. Okay. My favorite is good. And so a lot of a lot of people say a lot of people say it's just a, yes. it's a feel good song. So yeah, I'm gonna ask you this. Um, what's a good a feel good moment for you? And it don't have to be just musically, it could be just in general. Like, give me a feel good moment. Um, it could be several things. For me, it's being around my family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um like just to tell you the vibe of when I wrote the song, I pictured a beautiful sunny day. I like that. And the temperature is perfect. Um, I'm riding a convertible. My <laughs> hair is blowing in the wind. And do you remember the scene from uh, Selena when her and Chris first got married and she's reaching out like in the convertible? Right. That's what I imagine. Like okay. me sitting up in the convertible and my hair is blowing. <laughs> Good thing so, I see the movie too, because I would be like, yeah. oh no, nah, I can't relate to it. No, no, I've seen No, it. everybody has to see Selena. Like right. Selena's the best. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's a feel-good moment. I mean, just just being with family and friends, you being yourself, you got drinks, mm. the music is playing. Um summertime. So yeah. 
Now, before I get to the rest of the interview that I have with Rachel Black, I got to play a clip from Random Combos from the Couch that I have with Charisma. So check out this clip if you did not listen to our latest episode. So here's the thing. Uh, 14... 1472 or whatever in the love movement could have easily... You never know. That 1472 could have been popping. Okay, well, let's see. Let me see if you know any... The well, only song that was on there, and I, and I guarantee you they, they nominated for this, Money in a Thing with Jay-Z. But Jay-Z also put that on Hard Knock Life as a bonus track. Hold on. That soundtrack was basically like... It's, it's, it's an it's, album. He just, I know, but was it like the best of Jermaine Dupree? No, it was just him rapping. Who? Jermaine Dupree. Oh, oh that was the name of the album? Yes, that's oh. what I'm saying. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, DMX should have got nominated for that. Um, I guess I thought it was, when you said soundtrack, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's like I, a soundtrack of a movie. That's all I was like. Not well, that, like, that's, that's, Ooh. it's so, when you said the name of it, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was, that's why I was asking you, well, what was the movie? Yeah. Because you said the soundtrack. Yeah, but see, even when I saw it, I'm, I guess I was confused. I was like, this whole time, this was a soundtrack. So I clicked on it. I'm like, it he named his he named one of his albums a soundtrack. I guess I guess he thought maybe soundtrack was maybe a turn back in the day, like for a soundtrack, you know, whatever. And you know, in, in, <laughs> this is gonna be some shade when you said the album title was called the original something. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that's a damn lie because oh, every fucking samples. thing, because every fucking thing of Escape was not a fucking original. <laughs> That's what I thought about. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you two points. I'll give you two points. Yeah. Now back to Access Code Podcast. Now, what I'm going to do real quick, because you're going to be the first person I'm going to do this with. Because when I interviewed some some people like earlier on, like, you know, just a few weeks ago, uh, one of my friends is a producer in Oklahoma. His name is Warren. and. Okay. He, when we were talking, you know, it, it's easier if I know the person ahead of time because, you know, normally I kind of keep it kind of short, you know, if I don't know someone, but, you know, after when we were, like, when I was wrapping up, he was like, that's it? Like, we not, you know, you ain't gonna ask me some type of other questions or whatever. And I was just like, oh, snap. So <laughs> I'm gonna start an actual new segment trying to go for it with my guests. So you're gonna be the okay. first one. Okay. So I'm gonna call this, this part. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but I'm gonna call this that or this. So I'm gonna ask you like just two things, and you tell me which one do you would you prefer, basically. Okay. So it's just and this is just you know go like real quick, but hey. So okay. the first one, hip hop or R&B? Ooh. R&B. R&B. All right. Mm-hmm. Netflix or Hulu? Oh, that's another. <laughs> <laughs> Hulu. Hulu? Okay. Mm-hmm. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Instagram? All right. Mm-hmm. Apple or Android? Apple. Okay. All the way. Because <laughs> I'm Team Apple and mm-hmm. I might have to stop the interview early if you was Android. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> All right. Big party or kickback? Kickback. Kickback? Cool. All right. So when sleeping, fan or no fan? Definitely a fan. fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta have a fan. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Dining or delivery? Dining. Dining. All right. Mm-hmm. Drunk or high? <laughs> high. Because <laughs> <laughs> it don't feel good when you're drunk. Like, 
to be sick and everything. Uh -uh. <laughs> okay. All right. Call a text. 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 Heels mm -hmm. or flats? No, I can't relate to this one. But... Flats, because I, I I love sneakers and stuff. I, I don't like heels, so. <laughs> also, before I get to the last one, that what would be your favorite? Like, what's your favorite sneaker, though? Jordans. Jordans. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, the last one, Lil Wayne or Drake? Ooh. I feel like either answer going to get me in trouble. <laughs> I will hey, go with Drake. Drake, hey. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I probably, from like the start of Drake's career to where he is now, I probably paid more attention to it for him. Little Wayne, mm -hmm. I knew about him when he was like hot boys, but then right. But to me, he got way hotter once the Carter Two came out. That's that's my favorite yeah. one. Yeah. So in that he had that era, like that that run for a little bit. So right, right. That's kind of how I I would say that. So I'm not gonna disagree with you. None of my <laughs> access code people that's listening to the episode, they're not gonna get at okay. you. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> They, at least y'all, if y'all listen to this, when y'all listen to this, I should say, just Drake is the better answer, I would say, so. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, now I like to ask this to my guests, regardless of, you know, what, you know, magnitude they have, just because I kind of want to know, like, goal-wise, where, the, you know, where they're looking. So, I know a lot of times when people ask questions, they'd be like, you know, what do you see yourself in five years? What do you see yourself in 10 years? But I like to ask, what do you see yourself in two years? I don't know. Um, I guess doing music full time, um, okay. just having the freedom to do what I want. Um, and I, I definitely hope that in two years, my music is really popping and mm -hmm. doing shows and stuff. Um, and I, I would also like to be an author. So oh. I'm hoping that I have a book or two out in two okay. years. So. Okay. And yeah. most definitely when you get those things going, we got to get you back on the show, you know, and, you know, promote us some more and everything like that. Yeah, um, that'd be dope. So what, um, and last thing I want to ask you is uh, what are you currently working on right now? Um, I'm, I'm kind of taking a break a little bit because I, I went so hard on the EP. I mean, I'm constantly hearing new ideas and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I actually just got a track um so I've been listening to it over and over again just trying to figure out what I want to do and okay. maybe do another EP soon I'm not sure so we'll see right. well, well most definitely um I would like to hear that once it comes out and everything but um, before you go go ahead and plug your socials for everyone to follow you um yeah so I'm most active as far as my music and everything is concerned on Instagram so it's at Rachel no that was the old one <laughs> It's at the only Rachel Black. Okay. <laughs> the only Rachel Black. I like the that. only because there's so many. Like my my name is so common, mm -hmm. so I had to like put the only so everybody know like I'm the one that sings. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, and it's cool because you know if you search, you know Rachel Black, I'm sure a lot mm -hmm. of them. But the only. Rachel Black. The only, yes. Thank you once again, Rachel, for being part of the uh, the podcast episode. And everyone, Thank let's get you. into the next segment. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
Thank you once again to Rachel Black for doing the podcast interview with me. And everyone should know this is my favorite part of the show. It's two for Tuesdays. And since I had Miss Black on the podcast with me this week, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a couple of our records. Because if you guys have not listened to see what had happened was, you definitely should check it out. But I'm going to play two records for you. So starting off with this, my first guest that I ever had on the podcast, Corinne Lachelle, she dropped a dope verse on this record y'all about to hear. And hey, might as well go ahead and get into that one right now. So this is the right one. Rachel Black featuring Courtney Lachelle. Black on black, yeah, I'm hot. Busting up in a spot. I'm kicking doors down and breaking windows, bro. I didn't rap too tight. So you brought this side at me and I gave you fair warning. Won't strike you out and you had to go and test me so Don't act surprised that he's come to this You're the reason for this Yeah, I know for a while that you've been moving foul You thought you were so slick You thought you were running shit Don't make me laugh Damn, I'm so mad Nah, this ain't no drill You better think fast Time is running out Ain't got no sympathy for you Nah, 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 nah No, I ain't crazy Don't call me crazy Nah, nah, nah Yeah, I am a real one You mess with the right one How you think it's okay? You think it's cool to have two chicks in two different states? That ain't right You playing with feelings And man, it's dangerous, yeah Bet now you wish you never stepped my way, so let's play again. I wanna see how fast you and her can get away. I'ma get you to the count three, and don't you try nothing funny. Cause you surrounded everywhere. I already told you that I'm sorry for you. Should've thought twice for crossing me, yeah. Man, you so weak. I caught your ass slipping cause you thought that things were sweet. Yeah, you got too comfortable at being a fraud. Should've known better, now it's time to pay the cause. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I ain't crazy. I ain't crazy, no. Call me Nigga better hope I ain't got my Glock You really better hope I don't pull up and see that bitch Cause I promise I'ma spin that block Don't get got All this time you made me feel crazy like I shouldn't have been thinking these thoughts Meanwhile you laying up with a whole nother chick Yeah, I guess your ass thought I was soft So I say let's play a little game Which one of you was lucky and which one is not When it's all said and done, I'ma be the one who got the last laugh One of y'all even here in the box Try to be nice, gave you the chance not to lie But look what you did so don't cry I swear I'm not crazy but too much of anything's bad So it's time for me to say goodbye Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye Nah, I'm playing. Nah, I really understand what I'm saying. If I'm the first girl you ever played around with, then I guarantee you won't do this shit again. You tried to tell me that the girl was just a friend. I should have known that your ass was lying in. At this point, it ain't no chance to make amends. You better just hope I don't left out your crib. No, I ain't crazy. Don't call me crazy. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I am a real one. You mess with the right one. No, I ain't crazy. 
the right one to play for the podcast this week everyone so yeah dope record but we're not done because this is still two for two seems like i'll play another one for you but this one's actually a song that uh, was not on the ep but i just when i listened to it i really enjoyed it so this is rachel black let me love you guys enjoyed this episode episode 35 man your boy is getting 
going with all these episodes, man. I'm on 35 right now. It seemed honestly, y'all, when the episode, the podcast came out in March, and now we in what? No, are we in December? No, that's tomorrow. This okay. I'm really like I'm no no uh, no fuck shit. I really am like wow. We really about to be in December. I like I know like we just you know got done with Thanksgiving. And Christmas season's already here. Man, December. Whew, we about to hit 2022 in a second. It's going to really feel like that. It's probably when I'm done with this podcast episode. It's Happy New Year's, really. All right, well, enough of all that. Let's go ahead with the closing remarks. So, you guys, you should follow me. I'm on social media, of course. At Access Code Pod, that's on Twitter, that's on Instagram. Uh, any, you know, future interviews or two for twosies, you know, parts on the show go hit your boy up access code pot at gmail.com for all the music that you've heard this week as well as if it's available on apple music definitely check out my playlist access code playlist on apple music just search my name cody thomas and you should be able to find it and i'm on a bunch of podcast apps i'm on apple i'm on spotify i'm on amazon i'm on podbean i'm on stitcher i'm on google whoo did i name them all yeah i think i did your boy been working. Your boy's trying to just get himself out there. I'm trying to be, you know, I'm the fly pie. I'm trying to get myself out to a level where everyone knows who I am. And hopefully it works it into my favor. Outside of all of that, you know what I like to say at the end of all my podcast episodes. I love you guys. I truly do. Thank you once again for listening to Access Code.